motherfucker. Hold on, I hope y'all watching this shit. First round, real quick. That are in those training rooms with him know how because he just knocked these out real quick in the first round. But now we're gonna get a good. That's my buzz with this guy. He just to me, I thought he was a con artist just based off his look. Holy shit! What the hell just happened? What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to GSR Gonzo Sports Room, Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. Uh, got a pretty big show uh, planned for today. We'll talk about Kyrie Irving making his uh, season debut tonight uh, here in Indiana against the Pacers. Uh, we'll talk uh, college football playoff ex uh, expansion. We'll talk uh, some NFL hot seat, which NFL coaches are on the hot seat. Uh, maybe talk a little bit of NBA trades. And some other stuff like that. But before we get into all that, don't forget, we on Monday we did start our new times. Monday through Friday, we're live at 1 p.m. Eastern with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Come join us. We're giving out winners. Uh, you can find our, uh, our picks on our social media accounts and stuff as well, but... Come join us 11 or 1 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. We're also live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern with GSR Gonzo Sports Room, our uh, sports talk show. Uh, we're live Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7 p.m. live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch with that. You can also find both those shows in podcast form on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Most places you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, also, big show announcement is uh, starting this Sunday, January 9th, our new GWR weekly podcast, pro wrestling podcast will be starting. Uh, it'll drop uh, this Sunday at 9 a.m. Uh, you'll be able to find it on Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and then it will also the video version will also drop on uh, YouTube. Uh, we'll record a new episode every week, and then we'll drop it every sun every Sunday at 9 a.m. So be on the lookout for that this weekend. Uh, you'll like I said, you'll also be able to find that Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast. Uh, follow us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, that's where we uh, post all the information about all of our shows at. Whether it's Easy Money, a sports betting show, our daily picks from there get posted on there every day. Uh, our interview announcements for our GWR Lives, uh, which I'll, I'll be getting ready to talk about one of those here in a minute. They get posted on our social media. Anything about the show uh, goes through our social media accounts. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. You can find me on Facebook at Chris D. Gonzalez. On Twitter at Chris Gonzalez at Gonzalez Sports. And then on Instagram at Chris Gonzalez. But we post... Everything about our shows go on our social media accounts. So uh, follow us at Gonzo Sports Room. Check out our YouTube page. We have a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of content on our YouTube page, whether it's UFC stuff. If you're a pro wrestling fan, we've uh, broadcasted live at, uh, I think, six pro wrestling shows now, live streamed them and done commentary. 
Uh, we're actually going to be at one this weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But go check that out on our YouTube page. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi was on one of the shows we were at as the WWE Boogie Legend, the Boogeyman, was there. So uh, go go check those out on our YouTube page. Please hit that subscribe button. We'd greatly appreciate it. Hit that bell so you get notifications. Uh, check out our merch store, streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Uh, we have T-shirts, hats, hoodies, long sleeve tees, beanies. You can see some of the T-shirts here behind me. Uh, we have some of the other ones, uh, some new GSR and Easy Money ones that will be coming out hopefully by the end of this week. Uh, we do have a new G- GWR shirt that's on our uh, mer- at our merch store. Go check it out. The front's similar to this, but we changed it up a little bit. And then it also has printing on the back. It's our first shirt that has uh, front and back prints. It says, uh, has the outline of the state of Indiana on the back, and it says voice of uh, Indiana Independent Wrestling. So go, uh, go go check those out. But all right, let's jump into some sports. First thing we'll talk about tonight is, uh, let's talk about college football for a minute. Got the national championship game coming up this Monday. Got a national championship game coming up this Monday between Alabama and Georgia. Uh, they have Georgia as the three-point favorites as of right now. I found that kind of interesting since uh, Alabama uh, put it on Georgia pretty good a few weeks ago in the conference championship game. Uh, and I happen to think Georgia's going to win this game. I think uh, Georgia's defensive line is going to show up in this game. Uh, they didn't show up uh, in the first game. And I don't believe that Alabama's offensive line is that much better than the best defensive line in college football, which was what Georgia had all season. Uh, so I think the, there's going to be a change at the line uh, in the power at the line of scrimmage. And everybody knows who wins the line of scrimmage usually wins the game. The last time Alabama won the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. Uh, I think I think Georgia is going to come out. I think their defensive line is going to set a tone, and they're going to be able to get the uh, put some pressure on Bryce Young and uh, make him have to get it, move a little bit and see if he – make it where it's not easy. Make it a little more difficult on him. Get some hits on him. Make him uncomfortable. And I, I think that's what uh, Georgia's going to be able to do. Uh, so I, I like Georgia, even though I, even though I was surprised that they were three-point favorites. Because uh, I was thinking I was going to get plus money on that. But I'll tell you what, though, there is good value, if you, especially if you think Alabama's going to win this game. Uh, to, to throw a little bit on Alabama because you're getting them at plus money. When's the last time you got Alabama at plus money? Uh, I don't believe maybe, – maybe a couple weeks ago when they played, but I think Al- – I thought Alabama was uh, favored in that game. I, I liked Alabama in that game. In this game, I like Georgia. I just think Georgia's going to respond. But every time – every year – yeah, every year around this time, there's always the conversation of there should be more – for. There should be more than four teams in the playoffs. We need to expand. It's not It's not fair. You have these teams that go undefeated and they don't get a chance to play for a national championship game. Uh, Cincinnati was finally the first group of five team to make it into the uh, college football playoffs this year. Uh, and Cincinnati belonged. I know they got beat by Alabama. Ended up getting beat pretty good. But Cincinnati had chances in that game to take control of that game and be, and be in that game. It was a close game going into the second half. It wasn't like Alabama just came out and blew the doors off Cincinnati in the first half. 
And now and Cincinnati blew some scoring chances. Uh, if it weren't for a couple of tipped balls as well. So, I mean, th- if the ball bounces hit different here or there, that game could have been real, a real close game. The, the end score wasn't didn't tell the true story of that game. The end score didn't represent how close that game that, that game was closer than that game was closer than what the end score uh, would indicate. And I've heard people say that uh, that the college football playoffs need to expand and do like the uh, the FCS format of twenty four teams and the top eights get by. Uh, I don't agree with that. And a lot of people are saying that if you, uh, the more teams you add, that it's going to make for better football, and that's not true either. If you look at if you look at the four past, what is it four? The average margin of victory in the fourteen national semifinal games that there's been since we went to the four teams. The average margin of victory, let that sink in for a minute, is 21 points per game. Only four of those games have been decided by 14 points or less. So almost every semifinal game has been a blowout. So adding more teams isn't going to make it more competitive. If you have the best four teams and the top two teams are killing the other two, if you what's bringing in I say bring in some, and there's a reason why I think you do expand. I think 24 is too many. I say expand to eight. That gets some more teams in there, and then that's going to get where a lot you don't have as many of your top talents opting out of bowl games. And you have them guys that they're going to play now because they still have a chance to get into the national championship. It'll – because most of your top guys play on these bigger on bigger on the big programs, so yeah, if you make it eight, and that's going to get more exposure some for some players that might not get the that exposure. But what it's also going to do is your teams like, well, this year Cincinnati made it, but like UCF, some of your teams that are right on the verge of getting in them Final Four, and then they go to these bowl games and then. Three or four of their players on on them teams aren't playing playing. They've opted out to go get ready for the NFL draft, and I'm not bad. I'm not saying anything bad about them kids because, I mean, I understand that you're going. You're trying to get prepared to go try to go make millions of dollars. That's if you're if you're going to be a first round pick, especially a top ten pick. I understand it because you have a lot of money on the line. But what I'm saying is, if you make it eight teams, then you're going to have a lot. Most of them players are going to be on a team that's still playing for a national championship. And then them players are going to play because they have that chance to win a national a national title. And you're not getting all these bowl games that, like this year, most of the bowl games have been bad. There's been a couple of them that were good, but mo- most of the bowl games haven't been been very good. But, hell, one game you had a team was playing without their top quarterback because he was sitting out to get ready for the draft. So if you have eight teams in, that, in a playoff in the college football, most of them players that were going to get drafted in the first – 15, 20 picks of the NFL draft are probably going to be, most of them are going to be on those teams. A few maybe not, but most of them will be on those eight teams that make it. And then the, the, not even that, the main players on those teams are more likely to play. So then you won't have a team going out there without their starting quarterback trying to play a bowl game and you're, you're selling all these tickets and then the game ends up 
being a blowout. And then that's going to hurt your TV ratings because people are going to start stop watching the bowl games if they're all blowouts. People tune in wanting to watch a, watch a good football game. They're not going to keep watching if it's all blowouts. So I do agree that they need to make an expansion. I think 24 teams is too many because you're going to run into a bunch of blowouts because, I mean, there's just not that many top-level good teams in college football. You get, after you get out of a group of probably about maybe t- 8 to 10, the, the level of competition drops big. Will that change some now with this name and likeness? It could. It could it just because with, with these players being allowed to make money off their name and likeness, it really could because some of these players might go to a school that they might not have before because hey, they'll be, they know they're going to be able to make good money off their name and likeness there because everybody knows them and stuff. So they might go places where they to colleges that they might not have. So maybe that will swing a little bit, make some some colleges have a better chance of competing. But right now, to expand to 24 teams would be way too many. Uh, I, I would agree with eight. I'll go four more teams. And I know you're still going to have the argument of who's the ninth team and they got snubbed. But you're going to have that even if you have the 24. You're going to have people arguing over who's the 24th team and who's the 25th team. So you're going to have that either way, not just if you do, not just if you do eight. But all right, let's move on to something else we spend – uh, but before we move on, don't forget, we're live Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. or 1 p.m. Eastern with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Sorry, that's new time. I'm trying to get used to it. 1 p.m. Eastern, live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. We're not, this show here, GSR, is live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, you, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube, that bell, the bell on, uh, so you get notifications of when we go live. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitch, please Follow, like, uh, and all that good stuff. You can also find both them shows in podcast form on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Most places you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, let's talk about uh, some of these NFL coaches that that could be on the hot seat. Uh, there's a few of them I think are in per- pretty good uh, jeopardy of uh, of losing their job. Uh Joe Judge with the Giants. Uh, I know he's only been there a couple seasons, but uh, I don't think they've really seen the improvement that they were hoping for. Uh, I don't know if it's all his fault. Though. I think some of it's been due to injuries. Uh, but the offense has just been bad. Uh, you fired the offensive coordinator, and then the guy you bring in was uh, his kit or Kitchens was the one that ended up replacing him because he was already offensive line coach or something. But the offense hasn't got no better with him running it. Uh, did you miss on Jan- Daniel Jones? I thought he was going to be a lot, be better or be better at this point, uh, further along at this point than what he is. Uh, it's surprised me that he hasn't. So I, a lot of that I have to put back on coaching. I mean, you have to develop the guy you dra- you drafted him that high. You have to you have to develop him. If not, that's a, it's all it's a failure of, on him, but it's also a failure on the team on the coaching staff for not not being able to develop him or at least put him in the best situation uh, for him to have success. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, uh, they fired their offensive coordinator this year. Uh, they've had some injuries to players. Uh, in his first year, they were 6-10. and 10. Uh, 
They had a worse record last year. They're four, four and twelve right now in this year. Uh, so I mean, they haven't, they haven't gotten no better. There's, I mean, they're still at the, about the, has actually they've gotten worse from when this first year. I know injuries have had a lot to do with that. Saquon was hurt last year, hurt this year. Daniel Jones had been hurt. Uh, so I mean, it's not all of that, but uh, I think they're. I think personally, I think they'll give Joe Judge uh, another year. I think just because I think the he's going to get kind of lucky in a sense that with all the injuries they had, I think they're going they're going to give him another year, and and if he don't he don't turn it around and, and at least be competing for the division or uh, make the playoffs, that he's probably he'll probably be gone. A uh, guy that I think could also be in some trouble is uh, Mike Zimmer with the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I mean, they're they're in they're probably not going to make the playoffs uh, again this season. Uh, he's made the, they've he's been there eight seasons. They made the playoffs three times. Uh, he has a seventy three and fifty nine record, including the playoffs. So he hasn't been bad. He just ain't been able to get him over. Over that hump, I mean, he's—I should say—he hasn't been great either. He's been decent. I mean, he has a—you have—he has a winning record in the NFL. That's you're doing good. Uh, he's a good coach, but for some reason, I don't know if it's because of the of Kirk, if it's the Kirk Cousins deal where he's just taking you as far as he can. Uh, but a lot of it is they ain't ever been able to put the defense and the offense together at the same time. They'll be good defensively, and then the offense isn't uh, producing. And then the offense will start scoring points, and then the defense can't can't fucking stop nobody. Uh, and uh, so I mean, so Zimmer Zimmer I think will probably get another year, but I mean him not making the playoffs again. I think that's a couple years in a row. He could be in. Uh, he could be in jeopardy. I I not I think his seat's warming up. Uh, somebody I think seat's real hot is uh, Vic Fangio. He's 19 and 29 in three years uh, as Denver Broncos head coach. They're not showing much improvement. I mean, they've played good. There's a couple games they've looked, oh, shit, Denver's going to be good this year. Then they are like then they look like a damn high school team again after that. So I think uh, I think Fangio's probably gone after this year. Uh, Matt Rule uh, with the Carolina Panthers, uh, he could be he could be in some uh, trouble. Got off to a good start last year and then fell off. Got off to a decent start this year, fell off. Injuries, the, I mean, don't help when uh, Christian McCaffrey misses uh, most of the season. Uh, so injuries have, have have hurt him. Then Sam Darnold gets hurt. Uh, Darnold wasn't playing like great. It wasn't like he was burning the house down, but he wasn't playing terrible. I mean, he, he was playing decent and then got hurt and hasn't been when he did try to come back. wasn't the same. Uh, then they went to. Uh, P.J. Walker started a couple times. Then they went and got Cam Newton, and it, that hasn't worked. The Cam Newton exper- experiment has not worked at all by bringing him back to Carolina. Uh, I almost think that was more of a, a publicity thing to try to get some of the fans back because Newton was there. Because they were got they were going to get a lot of the Cam Newton fans to come to the games where they they wasn't because they weren't playing good. So I think that signing was more just to sell tickets than anything. Uh, 
But Rule is uh, he fired his offensive coordinator this year, and Brady took over the offense. Still didn't hasn't got any better. He's ten and twenty in his first two seasons as head coach. Uh, I mean, the owners let it known that there in Carolina that he's wanting to build a winner. Matt Rule still has, I think, about four or five years left on his deal. Uh, I think they'll go. I think they'll give him at least another year. I know there was a lot of there's been a lot of uh, reports and stuff that came coming out that his job might be in jeopardy this year. Uh, I think you give him another another year, especially with all the injuries they had. Uh, they got to find a quarterback. Oh, I don't think Darn. I don't know if Darnold's the guy. Uh, I don't know if they'll if they'll go after maybe Deshaun Watson. Or uh, I don't think Aaron. I don't think that's a place Aaron Rodgers is going to go. Uh, I think he's going to want to go somewhere more that has more of an established team than that. If he, especially if he can, and I, th- I mean, I think he's probably going to end up in Denver. Is what I think was, is going to happen. I think Aaron Rodgers and both Devontae Adams are going to end up in Denver next year. Uh, so I mean that opens up some spots at, at places, but they they got to find somebody. Whether it's going after Deshaun Watson, going after an, an Aaron Rodgers, or who else is uh, Russell Wilson. I I can see them making a big push to get uh, Russell Wilson uh, there in Carolina. Uh, I look for, and I think Russell Wilson is going to be available. I think he's done in Seattle after this season. Uh, so I mean that would that would could be something, but I think they give. Personally, I think they'll give Rule uh, at least another year. I think Fangio's done. I think Joe Judge, my gut feeling is he gets another year. I wouldn't be surprised if they fight, went ahead and fired him, but my gut feeling says uh, he'll, get, he'll get at least another season uh, to, to see. And the reason I say that because it seems like the players and uh, everybody uh, like him pretty well. I mean that, and that goes a long way when you're trying to coach uh, grown men. It's not like when you're in college coaching uh, eighteen, nineteen year old kids. All right, uh, all right. Let's move on and let's talk about uh, some NBA. Got Kyrie Irving making his season debut tonight here. Uh, Actually, it's getting ready to start right now here in Indiana against the uh, Indiana Pacers. Uh, this will be Kyrie's season debut. Uh, he's been out from where uh, he's unvaccinated, and by the New York law, he has to be vaccinated to be able to play. And So now he's just going to play on road games. At first, uh, first Brooklyn said they, would, they wasn't going to uh, – if he, either he was all in or he, he wasn't going to play. But then they've been just decimated with uh, injuries and uh, COVID, health and safety protocols and stuff. So they uh, they need him. I mean, uh, Harris is still out. Uh, they do have Durant and Harden back now. Uh, like I said, Irving's going to make his debut season debut tonight. So Br- Brooklyn now is going – they're going to use him when they're on the road and he won't play in home games. Uh, like I said, at first Brooklyn was totally against that, which I understood, and I but I also understand why they're okay with doing that now. Uh, I mean, to get where they're wanting to be, they they need Kyrie Irving, especially without Harris. They just uh, need they need that guy. Even though I hate it that he's making his debut tonight against the Indiana Pacers, because uh, I'm a big Pacer fan, 
uh, and the Pacers are struggling right now. I think we've lost what, five in a row. Lost by ten last night uh, to the Knicks, and uh, the Knicks weren't even at full strength. I know it, Randall ended up playing, but I think they were still missing two or three other of their top players, and the Pacers just didn't play. I mean, led most of the game. It was a back and forth game, and then there toward the end of the fourth quarter, uh, Knicks pulled away, ended up winning by ten. Uh, Pacers had their chances, just couldn't. They just they can't finish games. Third quarters kill them every time. Uh, but you no. Know, well, I'm interested to see how good a shape is Irving in. How many minutes are they going to play him tonight? Uh, making his debut, maybe 15, 15, maybe twenty at the most, I would think. Or are they, or or is he just going to be full go from the get, uh, from the get out? But if you're full go from the get out and say you play him 30, 35 minutes, is that a higher risk of injury? I mean, I'm sure he's been – don't get me wrong. I'm sure Kyrie Irving's in good shape. He's, he probably works out and, and all that good stuff. But there's a difference in being in good shape and being in game shape. He has to get in that game shape. He ain't in that – is it in the game where where you got players pulling and tugging on you and hang, hanging on your arms and, and all that stuff. They're trying to – it's a lot different than when you're just working out on your own. Uh, and you got the adri- you got the, the adrenaline and everything else, uh, yeah. So er, er, I think he plays maybe fifteen fifteen minutes a night, maybe twenty. Uh, but I mean, he, well, he might he might be ready to play more now. Only that's going only he knows. And and Steve Nash has to try to make the best decision decision and hope you don't play him too much and something happens and he gets injured because then. Everybody's going, oh, you shouldn't have played him that. So either way, you could be screwed because if, if he's killing it and you only play him 15 minutes and then you take him out and you lose the game, you're going to have people bitching that you took him out. But if you leave him in and he gets hurt, you're going to have people bitching that he, uh, that he got hurt. So either way, Nash isn't going, Nash isn't going to win on that. There's going to be people pissed off about it either way. All right, and then uh, so no, I think I'm glad. I think it's I'm glad they're let Irving's getting to play because um, they need to. It just sucks that different every state has different rules, so that makes it hard when you're in leagues like this because you have to go go by those. Uh, I understand why the Nets are letting him play tonight, and I hope he has a. I, I'm not gonna say I hope he has a good game. I hope he don't get hurt or anything, but hope I hope he. Uh, does play well later on. I don't want him to have a big game tonight against the Pacers, of course, because I want to see the Pacers get off this losing streak and start start putting some wins together. Uh, I'm, which I know we're we're decimated with injuries and COVID right now as well. Uh, I mean, I, we didn't have neither one of our starting guards. I think the last two games. So I mean, Pacers have been struggling. Uh, back to the NFL for a minute. Uh, Derrick Henry, uh, looks like he's going to be back for the playoffs. What kind of impact is he going to have? Uh, tell you what, Titans are going to be a scary team for it. I'm a big Indianapolis Colts fan, but Titans, you don't want to play the Titans in the playoffs. They got the, they're going to have the number one seed and for them to manage to get that number one seed with having Henry out most of the season, uh, I don't understand why Mike, Mike Vrabel ain't being mentioned more 
in the uh, coach of the year conversation. You you everybody knows that, or I've always said that team goes as Derrick Henry goes. And when he went down, everybody thought Tennessee was done. They didn't ex- nobody fuck nobody even gave Tennessee a chance to make the playoffs anymore. That's how bad everybody thought they were going to fall without Derrick Henry. That they weren't even going to make the playoffs is what is what you heard from everybody. I didn't, and I'll be honest with you. I I thought they might make the playoffs, but I didn't think they'd go deep in the playoffs anymore. And if they did make the playoffs, they were going to just barely get in. Not only are they making the did they make the playoffs without them, they're going to have the number. They won their division, and then they're they're going to have probably or looking to have the number one seed in the AFC, which means they get a bye first round, and that the road to the Super Bowl will go through Tennessee. And they done now not having Derrick Henry. You add him back, and you get that potent running game back. Uh, Tennessee could be a scary team to play. Uh, I think the culture are a scary team to play in the playoffs as well because of the way they're built and the running game that the Colts have. But, yeah, Derrick Henry coming back to the Titans, is going. I think it's going to make a big impact uh, on the Titans, and it makes a big impact on their playoff push of, what their what their ceiling is now, but they could get to the Super Bowl because you add in what they've been able to do without Henry this season, and you add him back, and they get that dominant running game going, uh, and they're getting healthy. They're healthy at receive a lot more healthier at receiver now. Uh, they're going they're going to be a dangerous team if their defense can hold up. Uh, AFC's, I mean, AFC's wide open. It's you got so many teams that are so close and close that it's basically whoever plays better that day or whoever gets hot at the right time is going to have that playoff push. That uh, it's going to help to have, have a playoff push. It's going to be what team is hot at the right time is who's going to come out of the uh, AFC because you have just so many so many teams stacked up there. Yeah, Julio hasn't. Uh, he hasn't been playing, but he's not. He's not. Hasn't been that good when he played, but he hasn't had a chance to really get in a rhythm because he's. Seems like he plays and then gets hurt, and he comes back. Maybe plays a couple games and he's out in there two or three games. He just had. I looked. I really thought he was going to make a big difference in uh, Tennessee Tennessee's offense this season. I'm not going to lie. I was. I was disappointed that the Colts didn't go after him because the Colts need another receiver bad. But and it's easy to say now because you see the results. But Julio Jones, I, I mean, I'm kind of glad Colts didn't after after the season he's had. He just he can't stay healthy no more for some reason. When he can stay healthy and he can be in the lineup for every week and get in a rhythm, he's one of the was one of the best receivers in the game. And I think he still has the ability to be a, a, be that if he can stay healthy. But for some reason he's not. He just his body hasn't been able to hold up. I don't know how many more chances he'll get on it. I mean, he'll probably get signed on another team, but not as a number one. He's going to get signed. I mean, when after he, whenever he leaves Tennessee, he's not going to get a number one deal anymore. Uh, I mean, somebody will use him, but they'll use him as what, a three probably. Maybe a number two if he can stay healthy. But they're not going to depend on him to be a number one because of, of – all of his injuries. 
Uh, Burrow and Mixon aren't going to play this weekend against the Browns. Uh, Cincinnati's already clinched the playoffs, and they really can't improve their seed or anything. So they're uh, setting Burrow, Burrow out to rest uh, with the sore, rest his uh, knee. Uh, Mixon's going to be out. Uh, you're going to see quite. A, you're going to see a few teams do this this week, not play. Uh, from what the spreads I saw, I don't. It, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to play a whole lot. I know he came out yesterday and said he was playing, but the spread they had the spread dropped to like three points. Uh, so I would say that they don't think that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to play very very much in that game. And what I don't look for him to either. They've already the Packers have already clinched playoff spot, clinched uh, the number one seed, so they have a first round bye. Road to the Super Bowl is going to come through Lambeau. Why take a chance to get Rodgers or Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones or Dylan or any of your defensive big-name defensive guys hurt in a game that don't mean nothing? You just want to get through this game injury-free, get ready for the play- and then get ready for the playoffs. Uh, but then you have a lot of teams that have to play, like the Colts. The Colts, if they win, they're in. They lose, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. They still have a slight chance if certain people win or lose and, and shit like that. But they're if they win, they're in. Uh, the Charger uh, Chargers, I can't think of who they play this week now. Uh, that game is a, basically the same thing. Winner winner gets into the playoffs. I'll I'll look that up real quick because that's just space. I'm. Chargers. Who do they? Is it the Raiders? I think it is the Raiders. I think it's Char- Chargers and Raiders. And uh, winner gets in. As soon as, my, as soon as my phone loads up here, real quick. I'm pretty pretty sure it's Chargers against the Raiders. Is the other another one in the AFC that the winner yeah, that the winner gets in. Pacers and Nets game were getting ready to start. Nets are starting Kyrie Irving. Everybody was talking whether they were going to start him or if he would come off the bench. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I, I favor the Raiders in that game against the Chargers. I think the Chargers are the better team, but the Chargers' defense is is just not good, especially against uh, the run. I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to win that game and get in. The graphic I saw: if the Colts win, we're probably going to play Cincinnati in the uh, first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was talking that they'd probably bring Irving in off the bench, but they started him. Pacers are still hurting. I mean, we got guys that wouldn't be in the starting lineup if it wasn't for people being hurt. I don't know who this little guard is. I couldn't see what his name was, but he he is aggressive. Is that that Tice? But all right, before we get out of here, let's uh, got a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, please, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell so you get notifications of when we're live. If you're on Facebook, please hit the like button, follow. Same thing on Twitch. Uh, tomorrow. At 7.30 p.m., 
we'll be uh, we'll have a GWR live uh, owner of a AWR Asylum Wrestling Revolution here in Indiana Independent Wrestling Company Gary Emmett is going to join us. Uh, I think it's going to be a great conversation tomorrow uh, evening. So make sure you join us for that. We'll also be be live tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon at one p.m. Eastern with the uh, Easy Money a Sports Betting Show. Come join us for that. We're giving out winners. Uh, both those shows are live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, on Friday at 3.30 p.m., uh, we're going to air a conversation that we had last night with pro wrestler Sean Kemp. Uh, him and his dad run a wrestling promotion here in Indiana called Summit Pro. Uh, they're having a show this Sunday in Greenfield, Indiana. Uh, doors open at 3, bell times at 4. Uh, for for more information, you can find them at Summit Pro on Facebook. Uh, you can uh, look at the Gonzo Sports Room social media accounts. Uh, I've been posting all their flyers on there. We're going to be live at that event. We'll be doing a live stream and live commentary of it. So if you can't get to Greenfield, uh, come join us on uh, YouTube and Twitch uh, Sunday at 4. Also, don't forget, we have our new podcast coming out this week. Uh, Starting this weekend, the new GWR Weekly Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, first episode will air, or will drop Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Uh, it'll drop on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Most places you listen to podcasts, you'll be able to find it. Uh, and then also, if you want the video version, the video version will drop on YouTube also at 9 a.m. Sunday morning. Uh, it'll be a weekly show. We'll record it. And we'll air it uh, every Sunday morning at 9, at 9 a.m. Uh, so be on the lookout for that this Sunday morning. Uh, what else? Check out our YouTube page. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that uh, bell for notifications. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's where we post all the information about our shows. Our daily picks for Easy Money, a sports betting show, get posted on there. Uh, uh, any interview announcements? Uh, just any any announcements to go with our show? Uh, show goes to our social media. Don't oh yeah, and uh, don't forget tomorrow we're live at one p.m. Eastern. Easy Money, a sports betting show. Come join us. We're giving out winners. Uh, yeah, don't forget, this Friday, there won't be a GSR uh, Friday uh, night at 7 in the evening because uh, we will be at Central High School. Uh, we co- uh, I run a youth wrestling program at the local high school here in Muncie. And uh, Eric does this also helps on this show. Uh, he's been coming up and helping. AJ Bradley, the high school uh, coach at Muncie Central, helps. Uh, has been helping me a lot. Uh, my dad comes up there. Tony Gonzalez and helps. But Friday we have a little friendship meet against uh, some other schools. It's free to get, free to get in. Uh, come support them at Central High School. Uh, so we got that going on Friday. Sunday we're going to be live. Greenfield, Indiana. Summit Pro the climb. Don't want to miss. It's a stacked card. Like I said, come join us in, in uh, Greenfield, Indiana. That's this is Summit Pro's. Uh, Big sh- probably going to be their biggest show they've had. Uh, let's pack the house. If you can't get there, join us on the 
YouTube and Twitch. Uh, you enjoyed the show. All right, thanks for joining me. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Oh, one thing, don't forget, you can find me also tomorrow morning on All Sports All Plays ASAP uh, Sports Network. I'm on uh, ASAP in the morning. Uh, starts at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Uh, come join us tomorrow. Usually four or five different guys on there, all just uh, talking sports. Usually a good conversation. So you can come come join me for that at 10 a.m. in the morning. Then join me at 1 p.m. Eastern right here at Gonzo Sports Room for Easy Money, a sports betting show. Everybody have a good evening. Be safe. See you tomorrow. Peace.